I'd like to talk to you guys about a woman named Ashley, Ashley Burkhart. This woman was a pudgy little white thing. Um, geez, I don't mean to say it like that. Um, but she used to work for um, uh, Berkshire Farms, or she probably does still. Um, but anyway, to make a long story short, this Ashley used to show up to the courthouse all the time, okay? And she would constantly be telling us that she had these services ready for us, okay? And these services were counseling and all this other stuff. And she showed up no lie y'all from may 2019 all the way into the conviction of november december at the end of 2019 all the way into january of 2020 the date that i got convicted all right was in it was in january of 2020 that i found out that i was convicted all right of neglect and how that is possible i don't understand because i went to the police station and the neglect charges for not getting a mental illness treated so that's considered neglectful and they were saying that I was forcing my children to see my hallucinations and my delusions if your house is robbed by someone and they run up and down the stairs in the back and they scare your children that is not a delusion that is not a hallucination that is a fact if you live in Troy New York and you are surrounded by gang members that is not a hallucination or a delusion that is a fact. If you have procured Section 8 lit housing and your landlord decides that he is going to come in and out of your home and allow people to have keys to your home and your home happens to get robbed and someone happens to use your identity, that is a fact. These are things that needed to be investigated that never were investigated. So if you do not investigate something, how can you arbitrarily or contrary or contrary to the fact, okay, state that it is a hallucination or a delusion? How can you make someone lose a substantial amount of money, a portion of their business and make that be something that it is not? How can you say that someone said something they never said and did things that they never did in a capacity that is so criminal that it begs to be brought to the light of day? How is it possible for someone to take children, biracial children, okay, from a 50-year-old man, a 55-year-old man, and a 40-year-old woman or a 30-something-year-old, late? I was in my late 30s, so about a 38-year-old woman, how is that possible for you to take their children? You know, how is that possible? He would have been 58, by the way. But how is that possible? 57 going on 58. Three years is a very long time to go without your children. But three years of being underneath a cloud, a cloud that has been eclipsed by all clouds, the silver lining to this I have to find deep within my soul I have to think to myself that if my children had never gotten taken away from me I would not have the ability I would not have the strength to stand up and try to fight for so many more that are looking for this adjunctive advocacy that I have formed I will not go silently into the night and I don't expect other people to stop fighting their fight because they feel like people are not paying attention continue to fight Continue to live your lives. Do not give up on what you are supposed to be doing. If the objective is, is that you are supposed to be raising your kids in a land that is, that has always been the master plan. That has always been your plan. That's your purpose. I guess what I'm saying ultimately is 
I told someone a very long time ago that I took my pain. I took every piece of agitation, every piece of frustration. I took every piece of the worst of me and put it into the best of me. I put it into this podcast. I put it into the the, the Legacy Passion Projection Program. I put it into so many different things. No one in this in this world has the right to tell you how to think. No one in this world has the right to tell you when you're thinking wrong. They only have the right to tell you when you're doing wrong. My thought process and your thought processes will never be the same thought processes. We are not from the same walks of life. We are not from the same strife. We have not come from the same plights. We have not been exposed to anything but night and day. That is the only thing that is the only blight that people can take in unison is night and day. The suffering night and day. The love night and day. The perseverance night and day. The contentment of going forward. Progress is progress, whether it's incremental or whether you're taking it by leaps and bounds. It's necessary for people to see that things are happening in their lives for a a positive purpose. And living outside of ourselves, living beyond our pain, living beyond the range from which we can speak about ourselves into the range from which we can actually feel others. There's so many good things that are going on in our communities. Please don't let the sadness within your heart ever eclipse the sweetness within your environment. I have days when I have to tell myself, I have to remind myself that although there are people out here that that are fighting for the best of the best, there are people out here that are still fighting on the opposite side. And ultimately, the only way that you can make things come together, ultimately, is by understanding We only have love. We only have truth. These are things that we have to align with our youth. If our youth cannot trust our words, at least that is something that I can say for people that are a lot older than me, okay? When they said they would do something, they did it. Their word was their bond. But now the people that I've been exposed to within my community, the people that I've been exposed to within my environment, the people that hold these official capacities, they have an inability to even align with their own core value. Their core value has been diminished in my mind because their integrity is flawed. If you cannot differentiate between fact and and fiction, if you cannot remember who people are, if you can't remember the underlying tone, if you can't clearly see how much you've hurt people in these communities, I don't think some of these people that sit as judges should still sit as judges. I don't think that some of these people that stand as lawyers should have ever passed those bars and graced the stages in order to say that they were performing a service for community. I think that some of these people should have checks and balances and that if those checks and balances are not put into place, that many people will fall by the wayside. Many legacies will continue to fall by the wayside from the misalignment, from the misinformation and from the lack of communication that has been established in so many different communities in so many different communities it's okay if you want to be 
isolated from other people. It's okay if you want to be introverted. It's okay if you're you're dealing with your trauma and you're dealing with your trials and your tribulations. It's okay if you take it internally. It's okay if you let a tear drip from your eye because you are mourning or grieving the moment. Okay? It's okay to feel emotions. What it's not okay to do, it's not okay to judge people. Not even the judge truly has the right to judge. For his judgments, he shall stand in front of God Almighty himself one day and stand and and for his judgment, he will stand. For his lies, he will stand. For all the good he has done, he will stand. That judgment works for everybody. But if you don't believe in God, that's fine. I don't... Hey, let me tell you something. The indifference of whether you are religious or not is becoming upon you and not just me, okay? I do not feel the least bit of, of, um, I don't feel any antagonistic type of way against anyone that doesn't have religion, about anyone that does not believe in God, about anybody that's out here that just doesn't believe. If you don't believe in anything, believe in yourself. Believe in change. Because that's what we're looking for right now. Hey, 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 you guys. Now let me tell you what's happening right now. Craziest thing. The freedom of speech works rather well when people want to use it inside of the legal form. You see, when you go inside of that courtroom and you speak about me, you speak volumes on your own character, okay? See, here's the difference between what I'm going to say right now and the difference from what has been spoken about me within the last couple of years, okay? I am going to speak in a form of rebuttal. I am speaking in with freedom of expression as well as on a forum of expression. I have no problem stating what has happened, how it happened, how it, who it happened with, and when it happened and where it happened. The last time that I saw this Ashley, and by the way, her name start her last name starts with B. Um, it's not uh, BS, but you know, BS is what exactly what I was dealing with. Um, but the last time that I I actually saw Miss B, um, she actually told us that. Um, that she was trying to procure services for us on the behalf of our children. Um, and then I had spoke with her supervisor back in July of 2019 and, and explained it to her supervisor that we did not need the services because we were in the process of trying to make ourselves right and in, in whole within court. Okay, we were trying to get our children back. So we explained it to them that we would not be procuring, we would not be using their services. Okay. I said, let us finish with court. If they deem that we need your services after that fact, that's fine. Well, craziest thing is this Ashley continued to make paperwork. She made paperwork month after month after month after month. And in November 25th, 2019, I have a piece of paper here. This is after I told her back in July. This is July, so this is November. July, November, uh, hello, 
Okay. So July is seven. November is 11. This is four months after I asked them and explained to her supervisor, Shanita Green, that we weren't going to be using the services because we were still waiting on psychological evaluations. We got the first one at the police station. The second one, well, Dr. Rigberg took for freaking ever. It took him six months just to decide whether or not he wanted to give us the evaluation. And those evaluations were purely written upon the notes the mental notes, the notes of staff that had never met us. Third party presentation. So, in one of her letters I read, and, and just to let you know, this is 11-25-2019. It was after I spoke about the sexual assault on my child or the inappropriate sexual behaviorisms that I saw this man exhibiting towards my children. He would caress my daughter's shoulder. He would rub the side of her arm like it was a caring embrace. This is not for a man to be with a female child, especially a female child that you proclaim that has already been exposed to sexual deviancy within their community or within their environment. Anyway, let's just say the the placement does not fit the rest of the agenda. But that being said, that's neither here nor there. Berkshire Farms put on 11-25-2019 that they will investigate to make sure that there is a new placement today ASAP. The reason why they were doing this is because it took them six, six months to get my children out of foster care after I signed paperwork on May 7th. No, I'm sorry, May 8th, that afternoon at 2.30 in the afternoon. They gave me paperwork stating that they were going to put in an intent to remove my children. I signed the paperwork to have the children released to one of their aunts or uncles. Okay? They used that paperwork, put it in, and you and put in an intent to remove. Two days later, my father uh, brought my children into court. And my children were taken away. So on May 7th, I saw the police. I went to the police station. May 9th, my children were taken away from me. This is three years later. I'm going to read to you what she has on this. It says the goal of Miss Jackson, M.S. Jackson, and my name is Jackson Olivaro, wants to reunite with their children and a permanency plan has been established. Um, Josephine will engage in an educational program, daycare or or uh, preschool and learn to get along with children her own age. What does that state to people? That states that the child has an inability to get along with children her own age, which she didn't. It states that we would maintain a safe and stable housing. Well, that denotes that you didn't have safe and stable housing before. Allow service providers into their homes. Well, that denotes that you said no when no one ever showed up. That we would follow recommendations of mental health evaluation. We did. The first evaluation said children not in imminent danger, parents not in imminent danger. We did follow that evaluation through and through. I will comply with my evaluation and follow recommendations and demonstrate an understanding of why the children are in foster care. I'm demonstrating my understanding of why the children are in foster care right now, Ashley Burkhart. They are in foster care because of your notes. They are in foster care because of you guys' inability to understand that you have been processing a plethora of libel and slander against the Jackson and Olivaro family due to the concerns of the caregiver's alleged mental health. The only time that I've ever seen alleged mental health has been on this one document, and this is when I told them that I was going to sue the shit out of them, and I was going to the news. 
This is 11-25-19. I was convicted a couple days later. Are you starting to catch on to my story?